recorded on April 3rd, 2022. Indictment. Welcome to the Push Ed Podcast, the podcast that's all about pushing the political conversation ahead, not pushing back. Hi, I'm Jamie. I'm Shelby. And I'm Pamela. And we're here to talk about for a democratic podcast we do spend a lot of time talking about the gop <laughs> but they make it so easy they do they, they really do. do especially this week but let's take a little bit of time and talk about elephants stuff that's happening everywhere else and not all of it not all of it is the gop in international news we're recording on a monday finland is going to join nato tomorrow yes i know i read that that's pretty exciting. It is, which is especially... They're going to bring all their fins. The defins budget. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Hey, they're yeah. the happiest people in the world. Yeah, once... Join NATO yet. <laughs> yeah, once... We'll rip that out of them. <laughs> once Finland and Norway and the Netherlands and Sweden all join NATO... Then they can have their own Navy block and it'll just be the Scandinavian. Oh! Oh, my God. There was actually a joke about that, right? Oh, there's a bar QR code. Yeah. Why why do they... In Scandinavia. Yeah. The joke is, why does Sweden paint barcodes on their ships? That's it. So that when they return, they can Scandinavian. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's why I forgot it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, where does the king keep his armies? In his sleeves. In his sleeves. Yay! What do you call a fish with no eyes? that one's cute okay back to our show all right so i think that this is especially ironic because one of the original reasons that putin put forth when invading ukraine was that he was afraid of nato encroachment and if ukraine joined nato because of the impending invasion that he would have additional border and now he's ha- like half of his European border is now Finland. Between Finland and Poland, he has so much NATO in his backyard now. Yeah, which may be why he was a little uncomfortable into that little invasion thing. Yeah, well, he did threaten that. But then that only made Sweden, the neutral of all neutrals, decide to join NATO. So they decided to sweeten the deal. Uh-huh. I beat you. There you go. It backfired because now we're about to have probably two more new members besides Finland in the coming year. To Finland two years. and Sweden are joining as a pair. Cool. So we expect to Sweden. Sorry, but the puns are just constant. Go on. <laughs> joining as a pair. Can't choice an apple. <laughs> so expect Sweden to join real soon. And while I did joke earlier about combining their Navy, they are actually going to have a single air force now with. Really? Yeah. With 400 planes. Yeah. So Switzerland not joining NATO, though. No, they will forever be ne- neutral. So I mean, if they stop being neutral, we could we'd have to stop using that as that's my thing. I have to be Switzerland in this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What would we say then if they stop being neutral? We'd have to find who would, who else could we say? I want to be Mars. Depends which war. Antarctica. It would be Antarctica. Yeah, Antarctica is always neutral. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The cold. All right. Justice Department digging in even further into the Mar-a-Lago documents probe is actually calling on Secret Service guards who guarded Trump previously to to testify about what they saw and they rat out their boss. Have yeah. they alluded to anything that would lead people to think that they're that they're willing to talk? I don't know. Technically, they're supposed to 
uh, not be part of a crime to keep their job. But where did you hear that they were going to be talking to them? Washington Post. Yep. Very cool. Yeah. So unfortunately, the DOJ probe into Mar-a-Lago, very much locked down, very few leaks. So all we're getting is stuff that is like showing up on the docket. Yep. So we don't have any insights into what, when, where, how, just the who. Donald Trump, he thought he had loyalists in the Secret Service, but I guess that some people decided that his loyalty wasn't worth a job. Yeah, or prison. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I forgot to add one and we have to talk about it because I love it. What is it? So Disney yeah, and DeSantis. So our next elephant would be that Disney... Yeah. Of mice and fascists. I think it's great because first, I have a really dirty joke about a a mouse and and an elephant. But first, tell us, in case anybody is listening to this that doesn't know what happened. Disney was originally founded and built under the Reedy Creek Development District. And that is has been like a unique little city county self-governing thing. Like we have several here in Brevard County. Merritt Island is its own special tax district. We have several special tax districts and they levy taxes up from themselves therefore and they also pay for their own utilities they pay for their own fire and rescue and they do tax themselves they pay taxes into their own and that's how they built the roads around disney that they have approval on what businesses can come into the district and what their buildings can look like what they can use in advertisements and essentially have zoning district control over disney world and the area surrounding it yeah so ron DeSantis got pissed at them and decided to take that special district away. He got angry with them because they opposed the quote unquote, don't say gay bill. I'm going to do quotes opposed. Yeah. Yeah. Because they really. No, they did. They they'd said they were going to do everything. They literally said, we will do everything we can to fight this bill. And he right away pulled, said he was going to dismantle their special tax district. Woke, Florida is where woke comes to die. And it's funny because woke started out as just being aware of social justice. And now he's just trying to use it for to paint anything that looks left. So anyway, they he did create this special type this that is all appointed by Ronnie Santis. And before you, to run for Reedy Creek, you had to live on the property. You had to live, and that's how the that's how the company maintained control over the body. Although they do have people that live there now. So then, and we're all just I was one of those people wondering. You started to allude to like, is Disney really just kind of? Uh, this is so weird. They're one he, of the most powerful companies in the world. And by the way, somebody on Twitter said Disney's against parental rights. I'm like, are you kidding? Disney's been pandering to parents since the beginning of time. I used to Saturday night, Sunday nights at seven o'clock. I used to watch the wonderful world of Disney, but I had to have my parents permission. And if they parents didn't like what they were doing, they'd stop watching and stop paying for their kids to go there. So parents really are their entire market. People think they cater to kids. They cater to parents. Yes. And also with the reestablishing Iger as the CEO. Now, Iger is famous for telling Georgia not to do a bathroom bill or else they were going to pull all of their filming out. And he stopped that. So we were all wondering, okay, Iger's back. And he came back so quietly and then fired people. And I was like, maybe he's going to go along. Yeah, that's what I I was. Turned out what he was doing was hiring some lawyers. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, don't mess with Disney lawyers. Oh, my God. Don't do that. So the under the cover of. Complete transparency, Reedy Creek Development District Board essentially created a legal agreement, voted on it, ratified it. They announced that they were going to do this during the meeting notes. The session was open to anyone who wanted to attend. 
And all of this above board. And just they not did loudly. the public notice. Yeah, they, they had did. the public notice. In the newspaper. Yep. Yep. Which, by the way, the Florida legislature has now said you don't have to do. But they did. And so the Mouse's lawyers essentially engineered a gigantic middle finger to DeSantis's board. They granted themselves all of the rights. They took every right that the board had, except for fixing potholes, and granted it to Disney World. Right. And appointed by them. Yep. And how long will this last? Parts of it will last 30 years and other parts of it will last until King Charles III's last descendant living at the descendant time of the agreement is plus 21 years. So Does it have to be living? Or I think it's a, It does. So there's a law that they essentially did this so that way this agreement would be taught in law school. So there's a particular kind of law known as so, perpetuities which says that I cannot create a trust and then have it exist forever. So, yeah, I can't control stuff beyond the grave. And so this is a law that has a long history of being explained poorly. The perpetuities law is notorious in like legal circles for being hard to explain. So I'm going to try and I'm going to make. I did read it because I was like, because people at first thought it was just tongue in cheek. It is a little bit. But you DeSantis. But it actually has legal barrier. There's it, a reason to have done it. There's like a le- yes, there's a reason to call out. There's a long tradition of calling out lifespans because, again, you don't want to create a legal vehicle that is good until the end of time. You essentially want stuff to return back from paper to human control. And so perpetuities is a way of locking that down. And it essentially says the current lifespan of one person now living and plus 21 years. I love it. I also love, I mean, it made sense because that's one, something that people can follow, but I love that it was a king. Yeah. Because it's Disney. It's also, and he probably gets a room at Cinderella's castle whenever he wants it now. And there's a long a tradition head. of using the king because again, King Charles and his descendants, they're not going to come into a little property dispute and say, I don't want to be involved in this. Right. And it's just everyone's going around who loves this F you to DeSantis. They're going to Disney with I'm celebrating King Charles buttons. Yes. So it's a great day when you see Disney. Of course, I wonder if King Charles is worried because did Ron DeSantis now, does he have hitmen going after his family? Next up, next elephant. That was a good one. I was really excited about that one. Is it an elephant? You know what? It's Dumbo. It is. It's Dumbo. Dumbo's the only elephant we like. No, I'm liking this elephant. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is that elephant. It is Dumbo. Yes. Yep. Another elephant, less enchanting. DeSantis Super PAC claims to have raised $30 million for a run that I'm hoping goes nowhere. As of polling right now, even with the biggest news of the week, he's still trailing Trump by double digits. Back in February, during the primary polls, he was neck and neck, head to head, boots to boots with Donald Trump. And now he is falling way behind because I know why. What happened was because I have conservative friends around the country and they kept saying, wow, so Ron DeSantis is going to be a saner version of Donald Trump. Because a lot of people liked a lot of Donald Trump's policies. They just thought he was crazy. But I think when he started actually going on the road and being Ron DeSantis and he we have I have said this forever since working on Jennifer's race. Republicans send their kids to public schools too. Republicans send their kids to Disney World too. Republicans don't want these culture wars any more than we do. And he, that's all he has. Like he's not addressing any of the issues that, and when he is like, he's, 
did a little, or they did a little bit on homeowners insurance, but it's so overshadowed now by what they created that people around the country are, and around the world, as I think I said last time when I was traveling in Italy, nobody, one person liked the idea of Ron DeSantis. So that's part of it. Plus, he, he's just he's got a mu- as much personality as this table. And well, it's a cute table, but it has no personality. That's the problem. He goes to Iowa. He doesn't want to answer questions. And at this point, if you're running for a national election, especially during primaries and the uber people who will vote in primaries, they do want to hear where you stand on some big issues. Yeah. And him being cagey about it did not impress them. Also, yes, he has no charisma. And I'm sorry. I would rather listen to Trump talk than DeSantis any day of the week. And I hate hearing Trump. But the big thing I think that we should be talking about is that $30 million in dark money, you can't actually prove whether he did or didn't raise that kind of money. And it's all a con game. Like Donald Trump is using his, he leaked his potential indictment weeks before it happened and raised shit ton of money during that. $7 million. Yeah. And so Ron DeSantis, it's not even DeSantis, the problem goes back to Citizens United that's actually birthing these people. Yep. If we did campaign finance reform, we'd have far less, because these people wouldn't be interested in running for office if they didn't have this grift. Yeah. So if we did campaign finance reform, we'd actually get public servants running for office. Pam, do you know what my number one issue is? I don't. Taking money out of politics would fix a heck of a lot of things that are wrong in this country. I thought you were going to say Amazing Spider-Man number one. No, the biggest issue in this country is taking money out of politics, Yeah, yeah. which is Citizens United. We had this lovely, nice bipartisan agreement called the McCain-Feingold that worked, that we did two elections with. It was fine. And then 2010 Citizens United ruling, and now we're at a free-for-all and unlimited money. Yeah, it's, that's, we can joke about, I'm not even joke. It's thrilling that he's trailing Trump. I think I think it's thrilling that he's trailing Trump. I just because I, I hopefully we can stem the tide of fascism here in our state. Yes. But also, if it weren't for a 30 million dollar, it's just gross. It's have- gross. He's in a state where our unemployment caps out at two hundred seventy five dollars a week. If you can get it. Yeah. Where we have locally, we have majority of schools that are on free or reduced lunch, 100 percent. And he's raising 30 million dollars for a race he isn't even running yet. I know who gave him probably a lot of money. It's the insurance companies that he yeah. basically let fleece every Floridian. They really want and these Hildale laws. College. Yeah, and probably Heritage. But you know, it doesn't matter because it's pack money we'll never know. Although speaking of, I guess, dark money behind the scenes meddling, there was an update where... So a Florida school made the national news because they fired a principal after there was a lesson where the students learned about the statue of David and this classical structure. I hate to break it to some people. If you have delicate ears, cover this, but he's and but- so parents took offense to that. But in a recent development showing that this was too far. So Hillsdale, this big conservative education thing broke ties with that school with tallahassee classical academy Uh, yep yep. because it went too far wow you go too far for hillsdale you know that the government i think in florence invited those students invited the teacher the the principal yes to go see the actual statue of david which is great the vacation is nice the job is better and contact me i'll tell you the greatest places for sandwiches (laughs) it's right across the street from so we walked in for this panini place and walked out and right across the street from Florida State's Florence campus. 
Ooh. Go Knowles. Yes, we are a seminal podcast if no one ever knew that. <laughs> yeah. So glad we got rid of those elephants. Now on to the first topic. Yay. <laughs> so Thursday, we're just minding our own business. Kids had just gotten home from school. We're chilling out for the day. And all of a sudden, he starts making happy noises. Okay. Define Heath. People can't see us. My husband, Jamie. <laughs> For those of you watching the video, <laughs> so Jamie started making happy noises. Okay. And he's like, I don't think I want to know what Jamie's happy noises are, but okay. I'm like, what is it? But he said, Trump's been indicted. Fair. Then my phone started blowing up. Because it was confirmed. It, it had actually been out there on the internet for about an hour before I stumbled across it. And I was thinking, I don't know, this feels like more punditry, like. Oh, yeah. Someone who knows someone in the city clerk's office. But by the time that we came across it, Trump's lawyers confirmed it. AP confirmed it. Yeah. Yes, because it's been a long, hard six years. We get a moment of champagne popping and glee. I'm still sticking to the fact that I think it's tragic that we elected a person who. Yes, it is tragic that such a terrible person was elected to such a high office but it, it's worth celebrating that the law is catching up to him and he who thought, there are two celebrations there yeah. is the fact that donald trump got but less than that that's just the fun that's the guilty pleasure part that's the gelato but that the actual we are a party that believes in justice right now i'd also like us to now start focusing again on the school to prison pipeline, justice for the other end. Right. It's great to know that you can get justice for the wealthy, but I also like to know that we're going to get justice on the other side. Yeah, yeah. Counter argument, though, if it was the email lady being indicted for email things, they would be backflipping in the streets. Oh, yeah. Karma is but a bitch. I am not them. I know, which is why I'm not doing backflips in the <laughs> well, street. the fact that it would hurt. I can, I just don't want to. Yeah, he is indicted because Cohen used personal funds to pay off story media annuals. There is nothing illegal with paying off a porn star. Probably should have paid her off up front. Probably would have gotten more out of it. I don't know. So that was not illegal. Then when Trump used Trump corporation funds to pay him back, that had nothing to do with campaign finance yet. It was his used campaign, his business funds to pay him back for his personal money and tried to write it as a business expense. So it's basically tax law. Yeah. And yeah. then they're turning it into a felony. And as Jamie likes to point out, tax law is what brought down Al Capone or made it a felony. Why they're able to pursue the felony charge is that then he did something with his campaign finance reports to cover that up. So that it's a lot of complication, but it was actually the actual charge was using business funds to pay for it. We only know about that one. There are 34 charges. Right. Nobody knows what's in that big old packet of indictments, but... We'll know tomorrow. Yeah. One big thing is that Michael Cohen... So by the time people listen. Yes, yeah, we, we will, will this, all know. Yeah. You in the future will know what's in there and you'll be able to know what the charges are and how far-fetched they are. Everything that you read this past weekend on Twitter from Armchair Lawyers is about as valid as what we're asserting here <laughs> and we're saying it's pretty worthless but but he was indicted that is an absolute right. fact and there are 34 charges and michael cohen went to jail for stuff that he was directed to do by individual number one i don't that's i don't even know why this has taken so long to happen we know well, if one person went to jail for doing something on behest of another yes okay. i know okay back when cohen was ending up in jail for this 
Bill Barr was still the attorney general, head of the Department of Justice. And oftentimes, if there's a crime that could be pursued either in the federal courts or at the state courts, you can bring charges for both. So if there's a murder and the state is pursuing it, and then the federal government says, hey, we want to handle this at the federal level because we want to bundle it with some other stuff that happened across state lines. It's on them. And as a courtesy, the previous New York DA essentially said he got the please stand down from Barr. We got it handled. And then Barr didn't actually handle it. Right. So that's why the previous investigation went on hold. And this is why they brought it back, because they thought that the federal government was going to pursue a, a similar path. But it turns out that Bill Barr lied. That's shocking. Yeah. The one good thing about this is New York is a state. It has a Democratic governor. They will not pardon him. So the next president, the current president, the previous president, the president of Mars can't pardon people for a New York state crime. Because there still is a chance, unfortunately, in the Atlanta charges, Kemp could pardon him. Yeah. Also, the president of the Virgin Islands can't pardon Hey, I have to circle back to Disney for a moment because I just read something. DeSantis has requested that the Florida's chief inspector general looks into the agreements. This is the hypocrisy to end all hypocrisies. This is his statement. These collusive and self-dealing arrangements aim to nullify the recently passed legislation, undercut Florida's legislative process, and defy the will of Floridians. That is Projection 101. Well, well that's what the Republicans GOP, have been doing this for 20 That's what GOP years. stands for. Gaslight, obstruct, yeah. project. I mean, this is, and this is any legal or ethical violation should be referred to the proper authorities. Now, the only thing that concerns me is everybody in Florida government is corrupt as, as yeah. that out. Yeah. And, but anyway, as the, I said, the rest of the country is watching this as well. Don't mangle with Disney lawyers. They're way too smart to set themselves up for this and not have it be. Disney ready. lawyers rewrote copyright law in the 90s with Sonny Bono. Correct. International copyright law. Yeah. Disney. Disney did. And yeah, like Disney has more power than nation states when it comes to the legal courts. Saying, I never trust anything in the state of Florida. But back to our conversation about indictments. This is cool. Yes. This is good news. What's next? Okay. As we discussed, Donald Trump is going to... So again, this is future tense He landed in New York on Monday. Yeah, today. Yeah. And so tomorrow he's going to, which, by the way, he left Florida of his own free will. DeSantis saying we weren't going to aid in extraditing Trump he meant absolutely nothing. Tradition, yeah. yeah, he could bundle it up in the courts, but he just he he wasn't going anyway. So Trump is going to go into the courthouse tomorrow. He's going to get photographed. He's going to get fingerprinted. He's going to get a DNA swab. They're going to unseal the charges and we're going to find out what he is being accused of. But that DNA swab is interesting because there were some other court cases that involved DNA that he refused to give a DNA swab for. And now that he is in the system, he'll have to do it. Yeah. Well, oh, now it's not making a request from court to Trump or from the plaintiff to Trump. They are make a, they can make a request from plaintiff to court, which is a different venue. Got it. Yeah, yeah, once you're in the database, you're in the database. And he keeps losing on the civil case for rape, which is the big one with the DNA swap. So he keeps losing his different motions. Yeah. Yes. And also, even though this first New York case is the most boring, 
any stall tactic that Trump uses here is going to be decided and argued in court here first in New York. And then if he tries to use the same tactic again in any of his upcoming indictments, it will have been decided. And then the judges can already point to settled case law and say, you tried this here. It's not going to work. Show up in court. Cool. And New York was willing to take the first bullet, basically. Cool. Yeah. So can the judge say that he can't leave New York? The judge can say whatever he wants, but... They'd have to have a good reason. They would because Well, if they he, could. Ron DeSantis refuses to extradite him. But he, extradition between states is just, it's right. really not a thing. You're right. And so because Trump willingly turned himself in, he's not a flight risk. He's not a bail risk. He has business in Florida. He has... Yeah. Right. Just in Florida that would make now probably can't leave the country, but right there. They might take his passport. That would be cool. I'll take that. Although, again, this is the type of thing that even a normal citizen might not have their passport confiscated for the duration of the court case. So your average citizen might still be able to go over to Venice and look at the statue of David. <laughs> Florence. Florence. <laughs> Although there's probably a plastic one in Venice. Yeah, they're little tchotchkes over yeah. there, though. Venice, they go see the boats. So one of those cities. Yeah. And so going to be more likely that he's going to have to surrender his passport for the more federal crimes. Come on, Justice. Just to set our expectations about this New York court case, it's unlikely that the real court proceedings will begin in under a year because... The right to a speedy trial can be waived by the defendant. And he will. So he can delay, but he doesn't have as much power to delay as he would in a civil case, because otherwise Cohen could have continued to tie this up in the court cases and he chose not. Disney doesn't want, Trump doesn't want to delay because he, he's making tons of money off. Yeah, he wants to delay just enough. But also the attorney he hired was Manafort's attorney. Yeah, and some other guys. And so Manafort is in jail. The other guy is in jail. So maybe third time's a charm? No, I'm just hoping. I think that it's because they got a plea deal for lesser time. So maybe he brought in this guy to... Argue it down to a misdemeanor. Yeah. So that way he's not felon Trump. Because as they say in city court systems, innocent is a misdemeanor. But I'm just going to reiterate... If we want justice, we want justice this is for how it everybody. ends out, and this is just, then we can't be angry just because it's not what we want. If this is the correct interpretation of the law, then we should accept that. And it would still be, that is justice, us getting something more because we find the man reprehensible and he tried to cause an insurrection and all those other things. Those charges are pending. But... And, but for this one, if he, if it turns into a misdemeanor because that's the appropriate action, it will be fine with that. Yeah. Although it'll be the first legal consequences that the man has faced in his life. Yeah. Didn't he get... No, those were like civil consequences. Some, yeah. Criminal, correct. Yeah. This isn't personal. I think the Trump corp had to right. pay those. Like the previous court case against Trump's business was against him and his family. He can no longer open up a charity in New York State. Right. But it wasn't like they were going after him. No, they were just going after the corporation. And I am not expecting there to be a day one gag order dropped on Trump about this, even though he has already threatened the judge on social media platforms. Typically, gag orders are for the protection of the defendant, not 
the court. You're not going to shut him up. And so it's they're expecting it to be a strategy. The armchair Twitter lawyers are saying that a gag order is going to be out there so that way he doesn't bias the jury. But if he biases the jury, jury then he gets to shut from the rooftops that, there's oh, I had no a biased jury. Possibility there's not a biased jury. Yeah. None. He's not going to get a fair trial in New York. He's not going to get a fair trial anywhere. It's going to be biased for him or against him. It's not. It's just that's reality. People know who he is. But again, the and people have there's nobody that does not have an opinion about Donald, right. especially in New York, good or bad. Yeah. But this isn't the first time. This isn't the first time in our court's histories that a public figure has gone to trial. All good. Yeah. Good. But as we say, this is the first indictment Too many more because of January 6th. And voter intimidation and and his wanting to find votes, which are much worse. His wanting to find what? Oh, votes. Yeah. Votes. That one's good. Give me 12,000 votes. Find me whatever the right number was. Yeah. That's illegal. Yep. Yep. So anyway, the wheels of justice are slowly turning. And back to Florida. The worst person ever in Florida. I couldn't. I Trump's not. Well, I don't know. Trump's a Floridian town. Yeah, he's, he's not, not in, in the right state. Ah, uh, I don't think DeSantis is either. Yeah, but DeSantis Idaho? is. Oh yeah, he's not in Florida. So anyway, but our DeSantis least is favorite Floridian at the moment. Yes. Yeah, worst fashion sense ever. Apparently, eats pudding with his fingers yeah, in gross. meetings. Wanted his wife, his future wife, not to correct him when he said thigh food. It's just weird. All around stand up. Let's just talk about that one for a second. It has nothing to do with anything important. And if you know what we're talking about, he said in his book that he would go on dates and to make sure that his wife was going to be accommodating enough, his future wife, he'd always mispronounce Thai. And I'm not, first of all, sure that he really did that. I'm John sure. Oliver looked it up and fact checked it. But I'm not sure that he's not just stupid and didn't just say Thai. But regardless, if somebody insisted the word was Thai food to me, I would just, I wouldn't want to go on a second date with him anyway. I don't care what you want. I don't yeah. care that. Yeah, forget it. Yeah, yeah. So earlier during the elephant section, you said that he had as much character as this table. Also like this table, he marketed himself as Diet Trump without the chaos. And this table has a very thin veneer. And oh, that under- was good. You got there fast. And underneath the table is just recycled material, MDF board glued together. You really got there fast. That was good. We need like a chime. <laughs> So good. So, yeah, let's cut to the core. Let's peel off the outer layer of who he says he is and dig into a little bit about who he is first so that you can you as a listener can understand why we're trashing him so harshly. I want to thank the Midwest people, though. Here's something that just happened today. The law was actually it was today. Quietly, with no fanfare and no witnesses, the state Senate passed the six-week abortion ban, which is a complete abortion ban. Let's just be real. For the 5% of pregnancies, and I'm making that number up, will actually be able to get abortion care. Most people don't even know they're pregnant at six weeks. And if they do, with all the other hurdles we've put in place, you have to go to an abortion clinic twice before you can get your abortion and if you, well, there are no abortion clinics in Brevard County, so you've got to, if you are a person in Brevard County and you find yourself pregnant, you've got to make an appointment out of county, get the day off, blah, 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 blah. So it is an complete outright abortion ban, no matter what they're calling it. And also for... What happened to... Hold on. For those of you who are male and don't understand this, the way that we count pregnancies, a woman may not actually be pregnant during her first... The first two weeks. 
Yeah, yeah. If From the date of some point in the previous cycle. It's ovulation okay. or date of conception. So anyway. And you can right. measure it from there. So there was a, an occupation in Tallahassee starting this morning where kind of like Occupy DC, only this was Occupy Tallahassee in protest of the abortion ban. And people at 8.30 in this morning settled into Tallahassee, brought their tents, brought everything to just stay. And they were told they had to disperse by 8.30 and some of them didn't. So while we were sitting here, I got notice that my friend Nikki Freed was arrested by Tallahassee Police Department this evening alongside the leader of the Democratic leader, the minority leader, Senator Book, we're, and about a dozen more activists were arrested tonight for protesting SB 300 for staying past the time that they were told they had to disperse. So there's so much in that, right? Ron DeSantis and the Republican legislature, first of all, you, you can't go to the state capitol any longer. You have to be sponsored by somebody to go to the state capitol, and you have to be doing business that associates with that so that if an agency just likes me and says, sure, I'll sponsor you coming around and talking about your water bill, even though I don't do water, you can't do it. So they're limiting every single part of our access to government. That's the very first amendment. I know they're really fighting for the second because they also passed concealed care. That was going to be my point is now a gun in Florida has way more rights than me. Or the gun holder, but yeah. yeah. And kids are less safe today because yep. guns can be concealed and legally concealed. So the first amendment has no value to Ron DeSantis or the rest of the Florida legislature. You've seen, if you go to our website, brevarddems.org, you will see the clip of my presentation where I had the mic shut off. If you'd like to donate, brevarddems.org, we are raising funds for a civil um, First Amendment lawsuit. And they just don't care, mm -mm. right? They just don't care. So there's that, there's the open carry law. There's, there is a current law being proposed that is appalling and what it's going to do to limit voting. And I have always thought, if you really think that you're the right person for the job, then you want to make it so more people can vote to prove that you're the right person mm -hmm. for the job. Yes. When you don't have anything to run on, you just limit participation. And that's what they're doing. This law will require, right Democrats currently, we're a third party voter registration organization. We can collect voter registrations for people. There's a lot of limits on it, but we can. And you don't have to be an elected member of the DEC in order to do that. I can train you, give you our third party forms, because if you turn in the form late, I have to pay the fine anyway. So it's a totally fine system. They will now require before you collect a voter registration form, you have to have your name and your address and personal information on file with the supervisor of elections before you can collect a, a voter registration form as a third party. Now, all of our elected members, that happens anyway, because we are elected. So our information's with the SOE, but I can't train a volunteer that's not an elected member and have them collect voter registrations under this law. If this passes, and it will, it'll pass exactly as it is. That's just one of the things in it. Well, so that if I do collect a voter registration with this bill, I will have to provide a written receipt to the person that I collected their voter registration. This is not about protecting your vote. This is about making it harder for you to vote harder for me to collect your voter registration and intimidating for you. If you have these perceived hurdles that Ron DeSantis' supporters aren't going to perceive that as a hurdle, but the people, our people, people who the average working Joe are going to perceive that as a hurdle and be afraid to do their voter registration. It's disgusting. On top of them, we have to re-register if we want a mail-in ballot. Yeah. That was, last, <clears throat> this is worse than yep. that because this is this year's version. It's right. 
I mean, I was reading the bill and I'm just, there's 98 pages of this bill and it dropped today at 2.08 in the afternoon and its first committee hearing is tomorrow at two o'clock in the afternoon. So you have less than 24 hours to review this bill and have comment on it. And it's 98 pages long. Yep. Yep. Is Randy fine? Can I limit comment to 15 seconds like Uh, he did the abortion bill? Probably. He doesn't get to because he's not in that committee. Yeah. So it sounds like that voter registration thing is like what Texas did a few years back. And Texas went from leaning purple to solidly red. Ron DeSantis won in what we consider a landslide in 2022 with 37 percent of the vote. 37 percent of the voters voted for Ron DeSantis. Yeah, we only had 58 percent voter turnout. Only 38 percent of Florida voters voted for Ron DeSantis. He's marketing that as if it's this huge landslide. And he did win in a landslide of voters that voted. That is not a mandate. Floridians do not want this kind of yeah. government overreach. What, what is it like five million voters are holding 20 million citizens hostage? Pretty much. Also, there was lots of voter intimidation with that lovely police force and every other tactic that he has used, making it harder to early vote, making it harder to turn in your ballot without mailing it. Yep. Your All vote, of those. Just, just remember, your vote matters. If it didn't, why are they so trying so hard to keep you from voting? Yep. And if we were all allowed to vote, they know in their loins, they know everywhere that they would lose and here's handily. The- Maybe they would then be forced to come up with ideas that are actually going to improve the lives of everyday Floridians and Americans. Because they've limited your access to participating in government, they don't have to come up with ideas. They can just continue to ignore your actual lives. It's like Marie Antoinette let them eat cake every day in Florida. They can ignore the pain you are actually living through or blame whatever it is on Joe Biden and and not have to actually legislate because they've just made it too hard for you to vote them out of office. They were capable of legislating. Do you think that they would be waging a culture war against books and drag queens? Right. Did the drag queen law get passed yet? I didn't see that one yet. I know Um, Don't Say Gay Part 2 was passed. Through 12. Yeah. Through grade 12. Oh, they've limited your ability to participate in the governing process, which means they don't have to actually do anything to affect your lives, which I think is ironic because they're anyway, I'll, if it comes back, I'll come up with it. Yeah. Yeah. They have such control over government that if they wanted to enact ideas that could help the people, they would be in a position to do so unequivocally. I wish, and this is for GOP legislators. It's not for regular GOP. I wish we were 20 years ago when they actually tried to pretend to be Bipartisan. Yeah. Back in the day, there was at least the veneer. Six years ago, I commented on Bill Posey's Facebook page. I said, do you want to represent all of Brevard County or just Republicans? And he said, all of Brevard County. I said, so why don't you? Hmm. He blocked me. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So 20 years ago, there was a veneer that both parties wanted to move our country just a to disagreement a better on place. how on, yeah right. there's a disagreement on how and now they refuse to admit that there are any problems other than those caused by democrats or by drag queens there was also a big study just done again where huge percentages of the united states population wants what liberals want but because you have that word liberal or democrat in there It turns them off completely. And here's the reality is it's actually we didn't need that study because here in Brevard County, 68 percent of the voters voted for a class size amendment. 68 percent of the voters voted to expand Medicare. 
They voted to raise the minimum wage. They voted to make marijuana legal. And these things pass in Florida. And people, so people support the ideas that, and we just need to get better at reminding people we are not just anti-Republican. This is what we are actually doing. Everything that you like, our party is the one doing. Right. We just, we need to get better at reminding people that people are tired of, even though we didn't start the culture where the whole point of this podcast is pushing ahead, people are tired of us pushing back. They want to be reminded of what we are actually doing for their lives. Yes. If it feels like we focus on the Republicans, it's because we're trying to remove obstacles to better lives. And unfortunately, most of those... Our reality, we have a super majority of Republicans in the state of Florida. So I can tell you everything that Democrats have proposed, but none of it gets passed in right. law because except for citizen-led amendments. Now, do y'all know citizen-led amendments have traditionally won in Florida and they're traditionally Democratic amendments. And even in Florida, where in Brevard, where Wayne Ivey was opposed, millage passed. So what they've done for that is they've made it harder for citizen-led initiatives to happen. Hence why the decriminalizing mar- marijuana and legalizing it in the state has been in limbo for, I want to say, 12 years. The entire time that DeSantis has been in the government. Before yeah. that, it was, I think I signed my first per- petition to legalize marijuana back in 2004. I'm pretty sure. Unfortunately, someone in the government, likes in pharmaceutical the government mentioned, indus- industry uh, money. is on record as saying, marijuana is bad, okay? Marijuana. Marijuana, even though if you look at the studies of Colorado in and of itself, look at how much money has been pumped into their education system thanks to legalizing marijuana. Yeah, it also hasn't been siphoned because they've shifted over to a a less corrupt government dominated by one party that is not currently under indictment. Actually, I really was okay with the governor of Colorado calling for Disney World to move to Colorado. Instead, Disney World's actually looking at opening a fifth theme park in Florida, in Orlando. They have they. It's always been rumored because they have enough land, and that's the problem with Disneyland. They never had enough, so they bought with the future in mind of expanding. And now they're going to do it. Now that they've uh, yeah. now yep. they have now they've years got control to do it. Yeah. Okay. So back to that. So we got to the Florida legislation. Y'all just keep paying attention. Follow along on our website. It is an appalling dung heap of limiting participation in government. I do have one question about local. Yeah. We're not on local yet. You can ask whatever question you want. Can you please tell me why the school board of Brevard County got rid of the interim superintendent? Yeah. Are we covering local? We need to. I'll tell you a little bit about local because there is some that does have to happen. First of all, Again, I'll tell you what Democrats are doing well in Brevard County, in Palm Bay. I'm just going to give you all, they're trying really hard to get a Bucky's and Heritage Parkway. But of course, that may not happen because Randy Fine pulled the funding to widen that road. But Democrats are trying really hard to grow businesses in Brevard County and your Republican legislatures don't like that. So they're trying to make it harder. I, to answer your question, Shelby, I can tell you that the Democrat on the school board brought major concerns about Dr. Schiller's ability to do his job to the rest of the board in January. And he's an ally, actually. He's, he lies with us and most of what he says. He is actually a registered Democrat. There was a hostile work environment for the staff at the school board for the cabinet. And we had two assistant superintendents who were committed to our education here resign. And that was just going to be the beginning. So she brought those concerns to the board. He was hiring consultants and using Brevard public schools, taxpayer money, who were basically his friends that we didn't need to hire this consultant. Right. 
but we'd given him blanket authority. Matt Susan had done that. And they just ignored her concerns. When somebody is allied with you and you still think they need to not have that job, that's called integrity. Yeah. yeah. So Jennifer's vote to, re- to remove Dr. Schiller was because of her integrity. He seems like a very nice man, but there are definitely some issues. And they're narrowing down their search for a permanent superintendent as we speak. And if anybody's listening and you think, oh, Dr. Brendel from Cocoa Beach would be great because he's Cocoa Beach. He is not an option in my book because he was the superintendent at River, which has about 10% the student population and teachers and couldn't handle it. So he was asked to leave also under scandal. Rumor has it, this is just rumor that he'd had an affair with Tiffany Justice the co-founder of Moms for Liberty. Hmm. And now oh. whether he had an affair with her or not, they had a close enough relationship that she could turn a blind eye to everything, all the, the malfeasance that under the school board. He's not an option. But there are, I think they've had almost 30 applicants now. So I think gonna... the number was 32 that they were, they were talking about. Meanwhile, there's an acting superintendent who is has been working with BPS for many years and is a really good person. We're close. Dr. Schill, everything he said in that email was correct. They should never be trying to find a superintendent before the school year ends. We're never going to get a qualified superintendent before the school year ends who would leave their district, right? Right. So everything he said in that email was right. They are a mess. Matt, so Susan is a disaster as a leader, but there's still major concerns. He needed to be removed. Did I answer your question at all? I'm not going to get into more than that. Yes, you did. And he just put the school board on blast because they were setting them up for failure. I'm still blaming Matt Susan, Megan Wright, and Gene Trent for allowing our very decent and wanting to help our students superintendent. Yeah, Schiller should never have been hired in the first place because he shouldn't have been necessary. Yeah. We should have Dr. Mullen still in there. Yes, but at least at this point, the powers that be in the GOP of this county don't see Matt Susan as a qualified candidate to be in the legislature. There is that. (laughs) Yeah. Not that I like Dave Weldon. Yeah. If you don't know who Dave Weldon is, y'all, he was the congressman locally before Bill Posey. I swear they exhumed his body and stuffed him and made him run. It's like weekend of birdies. Yes. <laughs> so that's it for local. Other than some good stuff, we today, which was whenever you're listening to this, supporting 451 Foundation as they're giving away banned books. It was really beautiful to see families walking in. And this one guy just happened to be getting his ice cream with his family. He's an engineer. And I thought, because he looked like so I'm talking to him and he's wait. Kurt Vonnegut, he's one of my favorite writers. I said, I know. And he kept walking me and coming back. I said, like this book? I said, because we every book on display has been banned somewhere in the country. And then we have a list of the ones that are just Brevard County. I, he brought his wife and he's like, look at this. And so he's now getting involved. I, I had an argument with the guy because he said, they're not really banned. If they're banned, how did you get them? I said, they are banned from our public school libraries and mm-hmm. public libraries. And he said, but you can get them. And I said, not everybody has the freedom to be able to walk into a bookstore and buy a book. Your parental rights mean the <clears throat> parents should be able to say, my child can read yeah. this book. Yeah, I was like, there. Oh, by the way, because like my 10 year old doesn't have a credit card. You can't yeah. go on Amazon right. and just buy it. I was there looking at all the books with two of my three boys. They got two books each that they are very happy about. But I'm looking at this list and I'm like, I had to read that in eighth grade. I had to read that in 10th grade. I had to read that in sixth grade. 
These are books that have been part of our curriculum for ages. Yeah, I, that's everybody there. They were saying that I read this and you turned out OK. Although I'm just going to throw this out there that if there were any banned books with a Newbery Award badge on it and a dog on the cover, I'm not sad to see those books. From the curriculum <laughs> I love the, the Newbery dog, books. But yeah, the me dog too. always dies. <laughs> and it's always so sad. It's true. So does the deer. Anyway, so that's going on. We're still reaching out to the Democrats that voted in our precincts with the goal of building in our precincts so that we can have an army of volunteers next year to support our swing towards the left. And we need you, if you're listening to this, we need, if you're local, we need you and capable, we need you to, we'll train you and prepare you to talk to the Democrats and only the Democrats in your neighborhood. And if you are not local, we need your donations. So go to rivarddems.org. Also check it out anyway, because our tech team has been working hard on our website. It is freakishly gorgeous. I'm so proud of this work that they're doing. So go to brevardems.org, sign up for our newsletter, keep you up to date on everything else we're doing as well. Yeah. And if you don't like what we do, send us an email at pushedpod at gmail.com. If you like what we do, push it, send us an email and share it with some friends. Yeah. Share it with some friends. Because sharing is caring. It is. Yes. And it can be fun. <laughs> Very fun. You find new allies. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks, Shelby. Thanks. Bye. Bye. If you got something out of this and know of anybody who cares about what we're saying here, please share. Word of mouth is everything in the grassroots game. If we're awesome, tell a friend. If we're not, tell us how to get better. This has been another episode of the Push Ahead podcast. Please reach out to us via Twitter at push underscore ahead or subscribe to our podcast in your podcatcher of choice. You can find relevant links to the stories that we're talking about in our liner notes on our website at pushaheadpod.com. The music is Super String Theory by Lobo Loco. 